Hello and welcome everybody to No One's Homies episode 11. This is Clau and guess who's back? What's up everyone? It's Mark. <sighs> and oh. not only that, yes. we also have another very special guest, a co-host for today's episode. Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hey, my name is Mark Lozano. Otherwise known as Laws <laughs> to his friends. Otherwise known Indeed. as Lawsifer. To only in video games. Yeah, the <laughs> online co- the online community. Yeah. <laughs> so wherever you know him from, those were the names Yo, you probably up? know him by. So well I'm I'm good to it's good to be back, Lau. Damn, it's good to have you back, man. Missed you. Yeah. M- missed I, you for that one episode. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in real life it was like two weeks. It was. Yeah. And we normally talk regularly, so that too. It was it was weird having you in a different time zone. Um, but now that that's out of the way, I guess we get back um, on our regular shit. Back to business. Back yeah. on our bullshit. <laughs> so what do you what do you have for us, Cloud? Okay, uh, so just a bit of housekeeping before we start. Uh, so as you already know, Laws is our guest host for the day. Hello again. Thanks for coming through, Laws. Of course. Um, and we've been talking about this for a while. For a while. Yeah. Sure. And. Uh, Thank you also for the continued feedback from everybody, uh, people who are, whether you're just like sharing the fact that you like the podcast and that you listen to it, or uh, when you actually take the time out and tell us things that you think we could improve on and things that you enjoy and things that you don't enjoy so much, we really do appreciate that. Um, I wanted to just give you some information on where you can reach us if ever you want to give us feedback or you know just want to bounce off an idea. Uh, from something on the thinking block or whatever, you can reach us at our Facebook page, uh, No One's Home. That's spelled No One's Home. <laughs> Do I really have to spell that? I'm not going to spell that. Uh, our IG <laughs> is No One's Home Music. Our email is No One's Home PH. And you can also reach out to Mark and I individually. You can even reach out to Laws and maybe he'll relay the message or. <laughs> sure, <laughs> reach out to me. I feel, I feel like you just gave Laws an, a burden that he didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, like after after two weeks, Laws is like, reach Dude, out. People have been messaging a lot. Okay, <laughs> y- you need to tell them to stop. He's not our secretary. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's if you wanted to reach out to us, that would be great through any of those portals. Again, that's Facebook, Instagram, and email. Uh, I just wanted to share a short story about someone who gave us feedback in the form of saying that we were able to help him through a stressful time. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, man. Um, a friend from Southridge, he, like, he said it was okay to use his name. Okay. Uh, his name is uh, Teo Eugenio. He was on the student council yeah. with, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Faisal, with you. Gaboy and I. Yeah. And oh, Gino. yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, right. So he wrote in, he said, okay. uh, yo, man, this is a little out of the blue, but I really... Felt like I had to tell you, no one's homies is a godsend. Uh, it's been my hell week and I failed my last anatomy long test. So now I have to take the finals you know, instead of being exempted, I guess. Uh, that's tomorrow. And I've been pulling all-nighters, you know, typing papers, copy core running through my veins. Copy. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a totally shit place a couple of days ago, but I remembered your podcast last night and I gave it a listen. And it really threw me back to 2012, 2013. It's just like I'm in a shithole working and you guys are in the other room talking. <laughs> For a second, I thought he was like, he was in the shithole. Because, because he's of where? <laughs> I was like, what? 
Yeah, no. Listening to us. Wait, is he still in high school? No, he's in no. college. Now. Oh, okay. I think he's in med school now. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, so if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, Dale. I know you're probably listening to this. Uh, but yeah, he says it's such a nostalgic feeling, and it's like the future isn't so full of shit anymore. Mm. Mm. Makes the uh, it makes the work and the stress easier to handle. Mad props to you guys. Keep it up. Thank you very much for that. Thank awesome. you very much. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, and thank you for letting me use your name. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> so that it becomes very, more believable. Yeah. Also, <laughs> listen, listeners who are good at anatomy, help Dale out, man. Uh, so anyway, that's it for that for feedback. And uh, also wanted to say that Mark is back. That's we're happy about that. And. For people that have been complaining about segments that you do not enjoy, there are timestamps. <laughs> <laughs> we put them on every description. Yeah, on every description. Yeah. Um, and so. we keep them accurate. We listen mm-hmm. back to these episodes to give you the best spot to, to start from. Mm-hmm. So you can use those or you can just keep complaining. I, yeah, I don't yeah, care. Whatever. <laughs> if you're still listening, that's, that's really all the time. Yeah. So there's yeah. also that forward button on your player. Yeah. 15, 15 seconds. seconds. Yeah. 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 Or you, you, you don't think it does much, but actually it's like, oh, wow. I'm yeah. You can even set it. I think there's some that go 30, some 10. 15 oh, wow. is a good spot. Yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah. skipping 30 seconds of something would be like, wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. We could be taken out of context yeah. if we ever um, uh, did that. Exactly. Okay, well, that's it really for our housekeeping. Just wanted to get back to the listeners and say thank you for engaging with us. Uh, that being said, we can move on to our regular segments. The first being, what are we consuming? Listen to this rollout. Okay, I'm going to go watch some TV. One, two, three. Let's order Yeah, um, don't worry. Ooh, if you're listening sorry. to this, we'll turn it up and Great taste. Soup. Okay. This is cute. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we are at what we are consuming. Uh, this is the regular segment where we talk about uh, food, movies, shows, things that we've bought, you know, consumerism culture, because we're fucking millennials. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so without further ado, for our guest host, Laws, what, were, what have you been consuming? Clarity, you know, I do like buying things. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I hate that. Um, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I don't uh, know. It's okay. <laughs> we're okay about it. Yeah, we're we're okay with we 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 deal with it. Yes. Um. Well, consuming wise, I've been reading quite a bit actually. So right now I'm reading Shoe Dog by Phil, Na- uh-huh. Phil Knight, a memoir of the co-founder of Nike. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. It's written by himself by him, so it's all genuine, and it's really interesting to see how. Japan played a big role in the start of Nike. So, what what are like some of the the are you, have you gone through the whole thing yet? I'm just like maybe twenty pages oh, left okay. to go. So. Yeah, I was gonna ask maybe like a highlight. Is oh, he the twenty pages left to go? To go. Oh, yeah. to go. So yeah, like in the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pretty much in the end. Yeah. So, what are like some of the stuff that might have caught you off guard? Like, or just or like surprised you? Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't start out with Nike at first. He started out by selling Onitsukas. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So from there, it became like um, somewhat bad ethics and business between the two of them, and then it just pushed them to form Nike itself. So without trying to say too much, you know, I want you guys to read it. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he he is a co-founder of Nike because I know mm. the other person is, or I know there's they're another like a, famous like a person. Group. 
It's, I wouldn't say it's just one person. Yeah. Yeah. The one I can remember is Bill Bowerman, I think. Yeah, yeah. He, right? He's mentioned quite a bit in the book. Yeah. I think he was the one who came up with like the original like running shoe. The waffle. Yeah. The waffle sole. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which was for like, because I think he was a track and field coach or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, exactly. An so, Olympic coach. So they were at the same time, I mean, like find, f- founding Nike. I, I, think, I think Phil Knight ran for him. So that's how oh. they met each other, if, okay. if I have it correct. And so, yeah, you know, easy decision to make for Phil Knight, I suppose. I know. Well, Nike, I guess the Nike story is a bit different now from other traditional um, sportswear companies. Like Adidas and the, the Japanese yeah. ones are a bit older. Mm-hmm. And Nike's always had that more um, disruptive characteristic. Like their designs are usually more yeah. outrageous. Right, and right. they, marketing-wise, they're... They push the boundaries in terms of who they get, the athletes that they pick True. up, the ads that they that, that they, they come up yeah. with. Yeah, they got John Jones. Yeah. Oh, really? Before before, before for, his whole for like scandal. One, <laughs> for one fight, right? Uh, Technically, no. Uh, the but rules. Is were, his, it only showed up on his trunks for one yes, fight. Yes, yes, one one or two, but because he got popped for, uh, he got in the DOI, and so they dropped the. the but also, the rules of the UFC <laughs> changed. When, they got a main sponsor. Yeah, they got Reebok as the like the company sponsors for UFC, wears. right? Yeah. It's Reebok. Yeah. yeah. So like the fighters can't even get their private sponsors on the trunks now because they have to wear the Reebok um, like standard really? uniform. Mm-hmm. Can't you yeah. put it on top of? No, the, it's not allowed. No, no way. Yeah, it's kind of gago. Well, but no, wait, 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 wait. No more. Not for UFC, lah. Right, like if you if you used to watch it, right? Their trunks used to be like all yeah, like yeah, patches exactly. of like logos. Sorry, I don't watch yeah. offense. Yeah, but, but the which last is, time, yeah. Now it's like a, a jersey. You know, everyone wears the same design, yeah. different oh, colorways, like lang. Color yeah, they yeah. put their name, what? but they can't put like that's if, crazy. If like your Red Bull sponsored, mm-hmm. no more. Yeah. Which is how fighters make money. Yeah, it's kind of fucked about up. To say, yeah, yeah. I mean, UFC benefits because they get all that that money from that deal because Reebok will pay more to say like every athlete gets Reebok yeah. right and athletes don't get compensated for that they, loss of they probably do I think if you're a big one like like Connor they get right. their own special Reebok designs so I guess that's part licensing their I guess yeah or like if the let's say uh, cause I think Connor signed with Reebok for like an individual endorser, right, you know right. what I like mean? A pro, like his line. Yeah, his line. Yeah, so that's yeah. why he also got to do like custom stuff. Right. But, but I think it depends. Yeah, for the average fighter, they're probably worse off. They mm-hmm. used to be able to get like smaller sponsors that they would get paid directly. I don't yeah. think they get that anymore. It's, oh. it's just additional money that you're taking away from the fighters. Like where they could be making money from putting patches on their trunks. Yeah. I, I, I like that there was some standardization like you know, it just looks yeah, cleaner yeah. as a presentation. Right. You know, I mean, like when you yeah, watch yeah. NBA, it's easier in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Like a, they like have quality control over the jersey designs mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. So yeah. it looks nicer, but then that's like the downside of it, I guess. Yeah. 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 So uh, anything else that you've been consuming, Laws? Uh, I've been watching this show on Netflix, and I rarely watch shows because ask anyone, I always say I suck at shows. <laughs> how how anyway, do you, wait, sorry, wait, before you continue, how do you, how does one suck at shows? So I'll always, I'll always open Netflix and I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch something. I'll go <laughs> through, scroll down all the way, haven't watched, a th- I didn't press anything. <laughs> I, I did not make any decision. I was like, wow, I have so many options. I'm just going to like step back from this. You're just overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> it happens but, way more than mm-hmm. I think people let on. I mean, <laughs> when you have too many options, let, let's be real it's hard to make a decision I mean food menu same thing right 
You just don't want to make the wrong choice. Uh, no. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Analysis paralysis. Yeah, right? I think so. You're trying to think, what do I really want to watch? Mm-hmm. So, so what? What, 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 what show got so got you off yeah. that? So. Oh yeah, we were talking about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. It's a show called Beep Show. I'm sure you always see it mm-hmm. around. So mm-hmm. I, I was just like, one day, I'll just I'll just press this, and I watched it, having not known nothing about it, but it, it's an English show. Uh, the the humor is very much like Little Britain or... I think I've... It's an old show, right? Yeah, it looks it's pretty old. It's yeah. like an old sketch comedy show. Yeah. Okay. But from you, the UK. But you know what's cool about it is that... You know how sitcoms usually... It's like... You see both speakers. Yeah. Like if there's a conversation going. Yeah. But in this show, um, what's cool about it is that... You see both, but in like point of view perspective. So it's like... As in, from the eyes of the one speaking, you're seeing the one you're talking to. Oh, okay. So it, well, switch, kinda, it switches. It seems like it'd be a bit annoying after a while. No, no you, at the start, I was getting dizzy. Mm-hmm. But then I got used to it. And you realize, oh, this is actually... How people di- talk. No, no, no. It's, it's pretty <laughs> different. Like, I've never seen any other show that kind of does that kind of angle. So it's pretty funny too. How many seasons? I, I don't know. How many episodes have you seen? I've oh I've seen season one. That was like six episodes. Oh. And they're like short. How sh- yeah, twenty minutes. Okay, twenty two, nice. which is like a huge plus for me. Yeah, yeah snackable. That's like perfect. Yeah, twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, no, not yeah. that much commitment. And if you make a mistake, you just get off, like at the next stop. Yeah. So peep show, I I've seen maybe like some clips of it before. It is pretty funny, but yeah. But I'm also like partial to like British humor. You are. Yeah. The Monty Python stuff, yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mostly mostly Monty Python's like the big. They also have those movies on Netflix, Holy Grail. Yeah, I've I seen think. Holy Grail. Oh yeah, for sure. they have they have Monty Python's very best. What's on the Netflix, What's the name of Is that, that the TV show? I, it's like a they compilation. A, yeah, they have a TV show. I, I tried the TV show. I was like, oh, this I can't do this. Yeah, it's it's a different time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like this is. <laughs> This guy, yeah, yeah, like I guess that was funny somehow. <laughs> it definitely it's made a bit me outdated. feel weird. It's yeah. a bit outdated, in fairness. There's only a few yeah, that, yeah. that hold on, but uh, that Monty Python where they ride the horses, the, the they're imagining, yeah. yeah, they're Holy imagining Grail. the Holy horses, yeah, yeah, and then they have the coconuts yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make the clip clop sound. <laughs> really good. Uh, the the some of the quotes from Monty Python are pretty historic, but I just honestly cannot remember. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. Yeah. No. Yeah, I yeah. I remember one that Sandro Campos likes to say is something like he's like, "What is your name?" and then he's like, "I'm King Arthur, King of the Realm." Blah blah blah. Uh, who do you come with? I come with the Knights of the Round Table. And he's like, what? Is the capital of Palestine? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I think uh, I remember that scene. They're like exchanging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Funny, funny. Uh, so anything else, Laws, on your list? Whether even food. Food. Well, I had McDo a while ago. <laughs> I, I do, really do regret that. We're striking that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, everyone. I don't know if there's much to talk about this. It tastes good sometimes. It's bad for you most Make, of the time. Makes you feel like Honestly, shit all the time. I, I gobbled it, and after I was like, "What did I do?" But what did you What did you have? What did you? I have? just had a double cheeseburger, medium mm-hmm. fries. Okay, but guess okay. what? Mm. The fries were not salted. Oh. Yeah. And honestly... They probably forgot. Yeah. Because yeah. most of the time, it's extra salted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, in a, in a way, it's probably the healthier choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think yeah. the... 
the most fake thing about that fry is the fry, not the salt that they put on top. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like before, super size me, and they aged the fries, mm-hmm. or like they just left it out. Right, right. And like, versus a normal fresh cut potato french fry, like homemade, and then the McDo, the McDo, like two months, it didn't change how it looked at all. Jeez. It like sat oh, there. Jeez, I had that a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my belly. It's in my, <laughs> yeah. it's in my belly. But you know, it, once in a while, it really, you know, if you go out late at night, it's always open. Um, when the muck spicy's on, right. there are times where you're just like, I'll, I tried I'll cave it, yeah. in, yeah, for the muck dog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, we just spent a good minute and a half talking about fucking McDonald's. Thanks a lot, Lars. Sorry, I, I had no food consumed. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go, people. McDonald's makes you feel bad. Spoiler alert. <laughs> what about you, Mark? Um, well, I can start off with food. So I just came back from my trip. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been back. But, you know, uh, in Europe, just so that everyone... Uh, Get some clarity. I went to Paris, Rome, and Florence as the main cities, and then some side trips. So in terms of food in Paris, I don't really like French food, but I just like ate Five Guys a few times there. <laughs> There's a Five Guys there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This wow. is the major in Europe. In Europe, wow. they kind of do like Five yeah, Guys. Cities. Yeah, and you know, you know the it's relevant because Shake Shack's here now. Yeah, and you know, for me, it's the, the same. Like they're competitive, but. Five Guys for me is the the number one like premium fast food versus um, burger. Yeah, like right. Five Guys, Shake Shack, In and Out. If you're that, In and Out, uh, that's why I was like, it's like the third place. Ooh, like hot it, takes. Like it's the third place in yeah, the yeah. MVP voting. Yeah, he did well, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah, not. Sure. He's not really gonna win. Yeah, you're the Paul George of the the MVP yeah. race. A lot of people are. A <laughs> lot of people are rooting for him. <laughs> Paul George. Same with yeah. In and Out. People Paul, are like Paul Whoa. George and In and Out. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true. Um, five guys um, in Italy, of course. A lot of pasta and pizza. You know, I, I it comes down. I think for for them, it's just how how their ingredients are so fresh. It doesn't right. seem so complicated. I mean, like pasta, you put tomato sauce. It's not much to it. It's just that you get such a. Like it a starts good with good tomato. ingredients. Yeah. 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 There was one restaurant we ate at, and they served like a mozzarella ball that's like fried, like a breading. Oh, wow. No, usually here they give like mozzarella sticks with sauce, right? Yeah. That one was just on its own. Yeah. Fuck. It was so good. You didn't need no sauce. No. Yeah. It was. I mean, you could tell it was fresh, like home homemade mozzarella. Right. So. The food cultures in those places, I think it's not necessarily they're better at quality. It's more of their ingredients are just fresher mm-hmm. and they're, I guess they pay attention. Filipino food is so good also, but mm-hmm. it just seems like we don't have that quality of ingredient that they they have. At, at. least con- consistently. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I guess yeah. it depends where you look. Yeah. yeah, you'd probably have to pay more to yeah, find yeah. That, those Maybe. kinds of ingredients. For sure. Maybe. Um, in terms of movies, I went on a little bit of a true crime spree. Nice. Yeah. So the first is, not a lot of people have been able to watch it, but that Zac Efron, um, him playing Ted, Ted Bundy, Bundy movie. Oh, is it out? It's out on Netflix abroad. Oh, so I, w- I, okay, I was able okay. to download it while I was there and watched it when I had the chance. It's pretty good. Right. Um, for most people who are wondering, it's not necessarily like a whole biography movie. It's actually just more it's like a vignette of the the love his relationships part mm-hmm. like his his I think his wife or something like that his his long term partner and then 
another girl who parang was always in love with him and then they parang got together when he was in prison or something like that. Yeah. So it focuses more on that. A lot of I saw like a lot some backlash in terms of they're making Ted Bundy so charming, like you're yeah, glorifying right. yeah. him. Yeah, I, I saw that a lot on the yeah. YouTube comments yeah. when I saw the trailer, which but, is exactly what he wanted. Because right? it's you know it's Zac Efron yeah. and um, the the way they make him seem in the the movie is a charming guy. Like aside from they don't show because I think the killing part. So technically. All you see of him is him being accused and him smooth talking. Oh, so no like violence. Not that I can remember. I don't think it was a main part. Yeah, oh, I'm out. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> but but funny enough, he he also like was able to escape prison and he went to another state and they never like brought him back. He just got caught for new crimes in that state and then they just decided like try him there, which was weird to me. I was like. He escaped prison, right? Like everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're not gonna look for him. <laughs> like they were trying to have a, a case or a, like they were having a trial for his new crimes. So I was like, I'm pretty sure escaping jail was a sure shot. Like you're yeah, here yeah, yeah. and you're supposed to be there, <laughs> so you're obviously out of jail. Like that, that was the thing that I was like, just get him for that. Anyway, that one's pretty good. I watched another, an older movie, Zodiac. Oh, it is good. Mm, I've yeah. actually never seen Zodiac. It's David Fincher, right? Um, I think so, but it's the uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah. 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 It was. Ooh. It's like 2007. Yeah. So those they play characters who were part of like the newspaper where the Zodiac killer in San Francisco was like sending his letters and uh, clues, trying to like he would kill people and no one could find him and he would taunt like the police by sending um, like snail mail and like saying like I'm the Zodiac killer I can't believe you haven't caught me here's a clue and something like that I'm gonna kill my next person on this date so it's um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character is like helpful in finding out who he is who the killer is has it been a solved um, I don't think so no that one's solved because in the movie Dane yeah, I think they caught the guy. Or am I? I'm pretty sure. You know, because I watched uh, so much true crime, I might be mixing up ones where yeah. they caught them and the ones where they. I mean, didn't. spoiler, but I'm pretty sure the Zodiac has. It, still it's not an yet open been case. Yeah. Wow. I'm not. I'm not. The spoiler here. These are historical figures. Yeah, we you know? can. We yeah. can. You know, oh, we can easily we, Google here this. But we go. anyway, keep talking. Yeah, and um, so that's a good movie. I don't think it's on Netflix here. Again, it's abroad, so I just took the chance. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I would if you're if you like those true crime like um. What was that other one where they were newspaper journalists like Rachel McAdams? The mm. the one in Boston. But that one was about like the priests who were molesting kids. Oh, I don't know that one. Those types of movies, like crime solving. Right. And it's a good one. Zodiac. The I last watch that, actually. Yeah. The last is um a podcast. That's true crime podcast. It was recommended to me by our friend uh, Sofia Klimako and her from Gabi Mapua. Mm-hmm. So it's called Crime Junkie. So it's just like a, mm. it's just a, every episode's just another yeah, yeah. case. Some, I think they're mostly unsolved. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, they just talk the about it. Yeah, they just, they been, just, they just not talk about yet. it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, it was, uh, wasn't they saying it was a no, Ted Cruz? The, the yeah. Texas senator. There's a lot. Of, <laughs> oh no way! There are a lot of people they claiming were, that they've solved. They it. were making jokes really? while he was running for president. Like Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that uh, that wouldn't even work here in the Philippines. <laughs> oh, he, uh, he's a straight up killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else, Mark? Um, no. So the for Crime Junkie is just like 45 minutes an episode. 
just for a quick one and if you like true crime mm-hmm. in podcast form that's good okay uh, that's it for me all right uh, as for me I've been watching a few shows so I finished this show called Dead to Me on Netflix Dead to Me yeah it's a story about two widows who meet at a grief session and become like very close and uh, they as they learn more about each other's lives if I say anything more than that it's gonna give away a lot of what makes <laughs> okay. the show well, good well is it a comedy drama it's a dark comedy okay oh. at least there uh, with a bit of like uh, of suspense in it sure yeah uh, other than the, oh uh, shout out to uh, Christina Applegate she was great there and Linda Cardellini this was created by Liz Feldman yeah <laughs> that's on uh, Netflix just wanted to give some creds sure also watch the uh, <coughs> hit sensation John Wick 3 Parabellum I haven't seen any John Wick movies. dude same here dude, I same haven't here. seen dude do yourself a favor and watch some fucking amazing fight choreography that's I, what I hear right it's, it's a cult movie not because of not because of the story, story yeah, but it's, like the, it's the choreography man you're there for oh, the show really? yeah. yeah okay I'm not expecting to be the, the story this, is this story. the story is relatively interesting you know like it's, it's cool it's about like a criminal underworld but is it like um, where it's like Mission Impossible where the story is a bit generic but they're no, just filling it's, in it's to, a, to a little, create a sequence it's a little more outlandish than Mission Impossible oh no way yeah like Mission Impossible is like it seems pretty grounded still. I yeah. mean, you know how I mean. Like, it sounds like it, it's they the follow real. some some realistic yeah. spy movie. This one is like they totally just made up an underworld this is of Hollywood, crime. Right. Yeah, oh, but okay. it's fucking wild. Okay. Their system's wild. They have like these gold coins that, if you give like to a normal hotel concierge, they'll know that you're from the crime underworld. Yeah. So they give you like a special service or whatever. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy concept. Uh, Keanu Reeves. It's John Wick. Yeah. John Wick. I know Keanu Reeves is John he, Wick, yeah. He's just so good, man. He really sells the whole, like, I'm tired but still fighting look. Have you ever... <laughs> but if you watch him in like, an interview, that seems like his it's persona. Very, yeah. He's major, he's major deadpan, eh? Yeah. But, but without trying to be, like, a dick. He yeah. just has a... He's like, like I'm not too... Yeah. You know, I'm, I'll answer your question, but I'm not gonna jump through hoops for yeah. you just because we're on your like we're on Ellen or whatever <laughs> bare minimum yeah exactly. and that's what kind of makes him endearing too right I think so um, other people that star in John Wick uh, Lawrence Fishburne he mm-hmm. play, that's uh, that's uh, with Morpheus from The Morpheus. Matrix and also the card counting oh yeah in, from in 21 <laughs> yes yes his yeah. other famous role <laughs> yeah. uh, Ian McShane he's the he's the manager Winston of the of the hotel uh, he's the guy from American Gods if you guys are familiar if not then no <laughs> and uh, the director a book, right? it's, it's a, a book but also a series, a series now. now but I think oh. it's an Amazon which series. is pretty good if I watch it it's pretty good too it's pretty good yeah um, and Dude, they have some fight sequences in this movie that are just so unique mm-hmm. that that made it like what, so out of out of this world. That's how it got three movies, right? It's mm-hmm. just supposed to be like a one-time deal yeah. that people love. They're like, let's make another one, and then now it's the third one. Yeah. So the, the first one was kind of just like, look at this awesome movie we made. Yeah. Okay. Cool. The second one is like, hey, look at more about this world. But I'm like, yeah. I don't really care about this world. <laughs> or it's like now that we know but what yet, you I'm like, I'm gonna yeah. watch it. Yeah. And then like he kills. Oh, fine. He kills like another thousand people in that second movie. <laughs> and then in the third movie, I really felt like there are some stakes here. Like he, he, 
but I, I fuck, like, it's so I'm, hard. I'm invested right now. Yeah, but <laughs> not three really. Movies in. Yeah, I just wanted <laughs> three movies in. And yeah. his fight, the fight, the 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 fighting, the martial art that he uses, is is sambo, the one of Fedor. It's like a Russian judo. Oh really? Yeah, it's. I don't. I can't picture how it. It's works. like you wear the gi on top, but just like tights on the bottom. No, but I meant like the movements. Oh yeah, it's it basically it's judo. Uh, it's oh. dope as fuck, man. Yeah. He, he. It's really impressive, and you know, they, you can really see that they put in a lot of work for those fight scenes because it really feels like. I'm so curious. A real fight, dude. Check it out. Maybe I'll just like check out watch John Wick one. Yeah, maybe. And or if, if it's not for you, then you won't like. I'll check out some YouTube <laughs> clips of the fight scenes. And just see what people maybe, like. but you have to feel the stakes in one. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm really. Those sure. are the things that won't really catch me as a, a movie goer. Like those action sequences where they're like the coordination. I'm like, I appreciate it, but I'm still mostly story driven as yeah. a. Yeah, but this is the thing that makes this engaging. I think is because they're mostly single takes oh, in the fight scenes. That's, that's impressive, dude. It's impressive it's as fuck. So it's eye candy. Talaga. Yes, yes. It's really... It's one thing. You really think, even if you're not thinking about the story, you're like, how the fuck does one guy cause this much chaos? <laughs> <laughs> it's really <laughs> crazy. Anyway, that's John Wick 3. Um, and lastly... Oh, not lastly, sorry. I also watched the Game of Thrones finale. Sure. Uh, I know that both of you guys don't really watch Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but um, you can talk about it. I, yeah. I I saw bits of it on HBO just to see what's up. Yeah, like yes, what's up? There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, clamor on the internet now. A lot of people are unhappy with the uh, the ending of Game of Thrones. But you know, me personally, my opinion was that I don't really care so much, or not. I I'm not. I don't take so much uh, issue with the choices they made like who ended yeah mean? you know like right. which characters die which oh, okay. guy like uh, who what, what happens plot points that happen i don't feel really terrible about those but i just feel bad about how they were executed like it just feels like we missed out on maybe half of a season of other stuff that could have justified the things happening in the right. story so yeah like you don't really mind how they decided you know, who they chose because mm-hmm. you know anyone can do whatever right it's more of how you justify it how you get there yes exactly so that people will at least believe in it yeah although I watched it uh, the, the finale on its own for bits I mean if you don't have any background it just seems like a fantasy like movie <laughs> yeah you know there's a dragon there's right. a killing, killing someone I was like oh he's, they, they need a king I was like they picked him and I was like Guess 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 that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about the <laughs> finale. Again, mm-hmm. I, I don't watch as yeah. well, but oh well. I guess that, that's Hollywood. That, <laughs> that's, that's Hollywood. It, you know? Yeah, it, you know, for me, you gotta gotta take it. Like a lot of people were angry about the fact that a lot of stuff that was presented in the previous seasons didn't get paid off or yeah, like I've were in, were too. inconsequential. Well. You know, for me, it's like. That I can live with. I can live with like, hmm. you know what? Everything you thought was important, fuck all. Like, yeah, okay. like, okay, sure, whatever. Shit gets fucked up. The thing that made this world beautiful was that it was a morally complex place. Yeah, yeah. You so know? many layers. Yes, right. but then, and they weren't afraid to cut shit out, like mm-hmm. important shit out on a whim, you know? Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I just wish they took their time with it. You know, I wish they took a victory lap. 
this one felt like they just were like, okay, we're done. We're gonna Rest. leave. Yeah, I'm not even gonna sure. take. I'm not even gonna get the medal put on me. Kind of like, like I guess like Avengers Endgame. They really just showed like this is all we built. Yeah, but I mean, I like, mean that was even more like they were better about feeling like everything was paying off after freaking yeah, 10 years. Yeah, yeah, of course. But there were, I mean, like, um, yeah, that's basically the point. You know? Like, it's, you built all of these and then you want to pay them off correctly. Not necessarily all of them being important. Yeah. But even just resolving the small storyline. Just tying it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it's like a, a side character. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they in Endgame, they brought back... um. John Favreau's character like happy I was like oh, useless yeah, yeah. but like you know yeah. he was part of the start yeah, 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 yeah. he was start. there yeah, he, he directed the first, the first one, Iron yeah. Man that's why yeah. which is the best Iron Man yeah for sure so it's more of those things you don't have to make everything such a big important meaningful yes. choice it's more mm-hmm. of just like we didn't forget it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it yeah. felt like um, an opinion that I heard shared on a Game of Thrones podcast I listened to uh, cast of Thrones is what it's a uh, cast of Kings is what it's called. Anyway, uh, she said, um, "I, I just felt like I didn't know who these characters were anymore when yeah. we came into this last season. Like <laughs> I went through, I went through eight seasons or se- six, seven seasons with these people. Some would argue the seventh season was bad. Uh, six seasons where I learned how these people make decisions, and I was there when they went through really difficult shit." So I know what kind of decision they'll make at this point. Or oh, okay. I, I can kind of think, but no, they just keep making dumb choices. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is this toxic bullshit? Yeah. I and mean, real people do that shit in real life. Yeah, anyway, yeah, right? that's, that's true. true. Like, you're like, I know how he thinks. Then he's like, oh, uh, let me do this. <laughs> yeah. uh, you thought you knew. You thought you yeah. knew. And, me, and yeah. something Mark brought up to me, which is a true, it, it was an observation from an article online, I think. Um, that said, uh, they they were making the choices to to do things that were unexpected, but they didn't necessarily make sense. They were doing it more for the shock value. Oh yeah, oh, uh, it was like um, I was reading it uh, just to understand why people were mad. And like you said, Game of Thrones has never been afraid to cut shit out when they think it was like um, interesting or subversive. That's like the whole or one of the the hallmarks of the show, right? Mm. To to like not meet your expectations, but in a good way. And then they said in the last season it was more of just, this is what you think. We'll do the opposite. Not necessarily because it's good for the story. It will surprise you. It's just because, it's, that's it's just like the the simple version of it. The superficial, like oh you think he's gonna do A? No, he does B. Exactly. Instead mm. of like oh he actually does C because he thought of this yeah, is how it would have yeah. played out. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, th- those are my thoughts. I'm happy that the show is done. I I kind of wish that there was. Me a, too. I wish so there was. So you all stop talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I never sure, bothered yeah. anyone with my fan. No, I never yeah. gave anyone grief yeah. for not watching Game of Thrones. Sure. Um, Same. But uh, <laughs> lastly, the last thing I've been uh, consuming is a podcast by Sam Harris called Making Sense. Uh-huh. Uh He's a modern uh, philosopher and book author. He's like a well-known atheist, but like very still a spiritualist. He uh-huh. has like a meditation app and shit. Anyway, he talks to a lot of interesting people. Like the one I was listening to on the way here was about the Mueller report of like how Trump conspired with uh, with the Russians to rig the elections in the in the states. Of course. Yeah, uh, and he was talking about one of the main journalists who's like on to- covering that now, and. Um, 
he the episode that I was listening to that made me want to recommend this was an episode with a guy named Shane Parrish. He wrote a book called Mental Models. It's basically writing down on actual paper frameworks for how you view the world. So like one mental model is the one of a religious person that believes that their moral compass is defined by like their following their, their religion. Yeah, their belief system. And then there's also the mental model of like the spiritual atheist, which is an atheist person who doesn't believe in uh, God. God, but still believes in, a, in like, like a higher, in, bigger in a bigger picture. Type yeah, in in more of a cosmic relation to the to the sure. universe, you know. Yeah. yeah so it was, it was a very interesting talk. You get to hear about a few types of complex ways of thinking. Like they they definitely don't cover everything. Or all the different kinds of ways or different mental models, so to speak. But they really gave good insight on why it's important to articulate the way that we think about things mm-hmm. and uh, actually put it down on paper, observe it, and kind of rehash it and, and give yourself feedback about how you think about things and update it when you know the way that you view things changes right yeah it so. sounds so simple to do you know just writing it down yeah but once it's, it's there you're yeah, like yeah. what the fuck yeah <laughs> my brain is so I can't messy believe i think that <laughs> <laughs> like you go back like two years like oh shit i was kind of racist like two years ago. <laughs> seems like a hassle to be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> write that you should that. no yeah. man i just think we'll, i'll just, I'll just remember think, it. think the way i want to think yeah <laughs> no accountability whatsoever yes so now i listen to that podcast it's if you like Jordan Peterson and stuff like that, Joe Rogan. It's it's another one. He just has different thoughts about stuff. Mm-hmm. His is a bit long. I think it's like two hours also. Wow. So just on, be ready. Depends. Depends. Yeah. On the regular, maybe one one hour thirty. Yeah. Mm. But it's a good one. Yeah, and uh, he has a very um, calm voice, but some might uh, think of it as monotonous. So it depends on you how you feel about because for me that's important like on a podcast the dude oh, sure. the dude's voice has to be something that i want to listen to right, right. sure can't, can't. If, or if you if <laughs> hoping you're not you sure, guys think that we're, we're not yeah, to listen to really conscious right now <laughs> me too like I <laughs> is this is this changing enough uh, hey uh, no if you if you're not sure about him he also said uh joe rogan episode which is a bit more like entertaining yeah, because, and because of joe yeah so just get a taste of like how how he talks, what kind of content he likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is so that it? That's We've been it. Here that's for a while. I know, I know. We've been here for Ooh. a while. Sorry. We're going to try and we breeze. Zoom in. Yeah, yeah. We're going to try and breeze by uh, Sports Schmenter so that we can get a good thinking block in yep, about yep. traveling. So right now we're going into the Sports Schmenter. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? Yacht is trailing the lob. Yeah. What's <laughs> up? Yep. Shmeh. <laughs> uh, welcome to the sports shmanter. So wait, let me let me get this one out of the way real quick. Sure. So if you're a tennis fan, the French Open starts tomorrow. Nice. So all the big names are playing. Federer is playing. He hasn't played for a couple of years now. And so it's exciting to see him back. Uh, hasn't he been playing? Um he's been taking the French the clay court season off mm. because because of you know, he just doesn't want to wear his body out. Right. And that's generally the one where he do- he doesn't win as much. He's only won one French Open out of mm-hmm. his twenty. And this is a major, right? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah, Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, they've all they're all playing pretty well um, in the lead up. Who won last year? Nadal. 
Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. He has 11 of those. Shit. Wow. <laughs> Spanish. Yeah. No, well, yeah. Because he, he, a lot of clay courts are over in Europe, so that's the circuit they get a lot uh, of he's on. He's used to it. Yeah. So if, you, if you're interested, it starts tomorrow and you can watch. W- what time are your games usually? Um, The whole... So it's like starts in the afternoon there, so plus six, maybe like six p.m. here. I think they'll start oh, wow. noon. Not bad. It's it's actually prime time from like six to maybe ten of our time. Wow, that's six to nine or something like that. Right there. Wow, yeah. Right there. Yeah. Okay. I actually do like watching tennis. Yep. It's pretty cool. Then I know. Uh, I know Sab, Sabina does not. <laughs> she told me once. She's like, it's just they just keep hitting a ball back and forth. Oh my god. I'm that's like, that's <laughs> so reductionist. Yeah. I mean, like they're, they're laying their bodies on the line. Yeah, and they're f- these guys are freaking pinnacle athletes, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. These, these balls are going what ninety five miles an hour or something. The the hard hit ones. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And wow. it's also, I thought you were just throwing an arbitrary number out there. No, I think I've seen ninety five. Serves serves go far way far, like like one twenty the fast serves, but wow. like an actual like. Uh, like in playground stroke can uh-huh. be like a hundred miles per hour if they hit it hard. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Plus, you know, I these games, hit in the throat these thing. games. I mean, <laughs> something about tennis that is so weird. No time limit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one uh, Djokovic Nadal final. Yeah, Australian Open is almost six hours That's straight. That's crazy, uh, dude. Straight because That's crazy the, cardio. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then you change over to like two minute breaks. I remember. Wh- I remember when that ended. Uh, I think Djokovic won that one, right? They couldn't stand up so much. Yeah, like as soon as the ball landed and the final they score, and it was up. game set match, they both dropped on the floor. It was, it was a feat, like something to behold. No, yeah, I watched sure. it live. Same, same, same. It, Australian Open final starts maybe eight p.m. Live on TV, that is. Ah, uh, no, it starts like four thirty p.m. <laughs> our time, and it finished at ten. Yep, wow. it was crazy. <laughs> we were watching it at home, and then we watched it in my lawless house, and then we watched it when we got. Yeah, wow, you're talking about quadruple overtime playoffs, yeah. please. And it's totally different. No, a different sport. sport. <laughs> yeah, different sport. But okay. no, yeah, you can't. Sub, so, uh, sub French out. Open starts yeah. tomorrow. And then right now, while we're recording this, this is Sunday night. So it starts Monday in the Philippines. Whenever we release this, so it might be the actual day of, right? Yeah. And uh, we're recording this today, Sunday. Um, right now, the Monaco GP for F1 is going on. Mm. Um. I don't know what's going to happen, but typically that race is pretty locked in because there's not a lot of room for overtaking. Because it's a street circuit right, just yeah. around the city. Yeah. So it's more of like Saturday when they qualify. That's mostly where you determine how what place you'll end up in. There's basically no overtaking. Who won last year? Um, Daniel Ricciardo in, when he was for Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a historic race though. One of the most, not necessarily the most entertaining now, but mm-hmm. one of. That's a that's a bougie ass name, Daniel Ricardo. Ricciardo. Australian. Yeah, <laughs> I I saw the F one show actually on Netflix. That was pretty it's cool. It's good. It's so good. Yeah. It was good. He was on it. Yeah, he's one of the main. Yeah, like, um, yeah. He has a good part. Storylines. It made him like me like him more, for sure. Because I've before I'm a Ferrari fan, and you know, so everyone else is like, eh. But he's always <laughs> been a, a friendly guy, and then yeah, that that, like that Netflix dude. series is like, damn, he's just trying to do well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Uh, we'll see how the results go, <laughs> but just heads up, it's a it's a good race. It's also because uh, Ayrton Senna, that's where he got famous. Yes, he did really well in like when he was like a rookie or something like that in Monaco, and uh, that's how he got famous. Monaco. In uh, other F one news, 
um, oh, one yeah. of the legends of the sport passed away. Yes. Nikki, oh, Nikki, Nikki Lauda. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, he's one of the stars in the movie Rush. Uh-huh. Um, Seen it. Not Chris Hemsworth character. He yeah. plays the other guy. <laughs> the right. other guy. Yeah. The rival. Yeah. So if you watch that movie, you'll also appreciate how, how good he was as a driver. And yeah. um, It's a very good movie. Yeah. Oh, Chris yeah. Hemsworth actually does a pretty good job in my opinion. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. It was a good all-around movie and... Uh, I think they portrayed a flattering image of Nicky Lauda's competitive mindset. True, because uh, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, like, that, like the way that's he's what in I was the movie. To say. The way he is in the movie, and I've just watched an interview of him earlier, and they yeah. said he was like, um, when he first signed up for Ferrari, like he switched teams, and then he test drove the car, and he's like, this car is shit. <laughs> and then and then the owner of Ferrari it's in Enzo Ferrari mm-hmm. was like you can't say a Ferrari shit but he's like but it is but uh, it is yeah straight so, to the point so it shows like he, he was like I don't I don't give a fuck yeah, you, yeah. you're literally the name of the car Enzo Ferrari <laughs> I'm so, gonna tell it like it is yeah rest in peace Nicky Lauda 70 years old I think I think so yeah I mean he also got burned if you didn't know that yeah, you watched yeah, the movie yeah. he got in a race caught on fire and then he still won after he came back. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy shit. Dude, and he had like some pretty severe burns, right? No, yeah. If you see him um, like in recent pictures or ever since then, he wears a hat all the time. Oh, man. Like his head is just like a... And when he w- was racing, he would wear like a, a more like a balaclava type mask. Not just like the yeah, face yeah. anymore. Yeah. He really got... Uh, it was severe. He could have died. Yeah. yeah. Or in the interview, he was saying also like... Um, when after they got him out or like they were bringing him to the hospital, then they were like, the priest just came over and did last rites and walked away. And he's like, I can't believe that priest didn't say God was going to help me stay alive. <laughs> like, looks like I'll have to fucking stay alive on my own. Oh, <laughs> like, legend, damn. Legend. Yeah, it's really like, so I was like, damn, he's really um, the competitive, like crazy mm-hmm. mindset. Crazy talaga. Yeah, anyway, that's the sports for me. Took a bit longer than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Nikki Lauda deserves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on In the boxing world, Deontay Wilder, uh, well, there's a, like a week or two old now at this point, I think, but Deontay Wilder KO'd uh, Dominic... Brazil? Brazil. I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Briaziale? Yeah. <laughs> so he knocked him out in the first round. Dude. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, first round. This is his ninth WBC title defense. Check out his record, dude. His record in, I guess, the WBC is 41-0 and 1 with 40 KOs. Wow. <laughs> 39, <laughs> I think. Sure I know, thing. yeah. 40, 40, 41 wins, one tie, 40 KOs. Yeah. With oh, so no loss. That one wasn't a loss. No, it's a tie. Oh, it's a tie. Okay. Or, no, or no contest. Very, no, it's a draw. Oh, okay. No contest is different. Yeah. Though. Wow. 41 wins and 40 KOs. Yeah. yeah. I'd hate to be the next dude in line <laughs> and see that track record. <laughs> it's like by the law of averages, he's no, bound, but he's bound he's to gonna knock, knock me out. Not <laughs> even... <laughs> Like it's almost a sure shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can I think you can catch the whole fight on YouTube because it's so fast. Since it was <laughs> since it was so short, they didn't really fight the copyrights. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, Usually yeah. they'll block it or something, but this was like you yeah, know, the, the pay-per-view value is really not. Dude, there. he would, yeah. I just wanna say <laughs> in his in his interview, like a few days before the fight. Oh yeah. <laughs> on Instagram, the guy he was saying something like he was like with a bunch of reporters and he goes, you know, the sport we're playing, it's a dangerous sport. Like uh, anything can happen on the inside. Everybody know you get hit in the head enough times, you know, you might not wake up. 
<laughs> he was like, that's what I'm looking to do to this guy. <laughs> yeah, he was saying something like, you know, we're allowed to kill in this sport. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and I, I'm trying to exercise my right. I was like, holy shit. Wow, like, wow this guy it? just said that he was going to kill <laughs> his opponent. He, he admitted, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna, I'm gonna to try oh, to murder man. you. Dude, he got close. Dude, he's crazy, though. He's, his, his, power, how, his how punching is power he? is freaking... It's 31, I think. Okay. He's but, like, but he's not a... Like he's not a skillful boxer. No, he's, he's just, just fucking power. strong. It's just but, strong. But if you watch his fight against uh, Tyson Fury, which he lost actually. Uh-huh. Uh, no, that's the draw. That's no, the draw. Is it a draw? That was the draw. I yeah. thought he hasn't lost. I thought I I no, but this is WBC. Eh? I don't no, know. No, that's professional boxing as a whole. Uh, okay, well then I, I guess it was a draw, but that was a that was a close fight, I'd say. Yeah, a lot of people said because Fury won the late rounds or no Fury the early Fury lo- won the early rounds and then. Wilder knocked him down in the twelve. Yeah, but he got up. Wow, dude, he got up like the Undertaker. And he looked, he looked fucked up. Like a zombie. Like yeah. yeah, where am I? Yeah, like, like but should have. Yeah, they might not should have let that happen. But he survived that. He did, and he yeah. he. Dude, a lot of people argue that he won that. That one's worth a watch. Yes. I don't know how you're gonna find it because pay per view and stuff. Yeah. I'll leave you to your ways. Okay, so th- that's it for boxing. I just wanted to bring up Wilder because of his crazy interview, really. Yeah, yeah that's that crazy. It. it was like the Key and Peel skit. Yeah. Have you seen that? The, M- the MMA so fighters. They, they parody, I know, apparently hyping up a fight. And then one's like, I'm going to fuck him up. Fuck him up. Then the other one's like, I will let him see his father again. He will rejoice when he is in the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> And his, and the other yeah. is like what the like he knows we're just talking right <laughs> <laughs> like we're just making fun of you and then he goes like it is my mission from God <laughs> then he starts chanting he's like oh, I know <laughs> then he's like what is this guy <laughs> talking about yeah so uh, yeah that, that's boxing um, and quickly in Last. the NBA uh, all hail the king in the north oh Kawhi Leonard the king in the north the, the cyborg the, the machine the dude, terminator the Those claw the claw um, Kawhi Leonard has led the Toronto Raptors to win the Eastern Conference Finals they're going to go on and meet the Warriors in the NBA Championships laws as our resident Warriors oh, yeah. fan in this podcast at this moment. I would have never thought we would have a Warriors fan How do you here. feel? How do you <laughs> feel about uh, th- this matchup? I feel like it's going to be a great playoff. <laughs> <laughs> such, such a... It's, you know... These Warriors fans, they never have to do any heavy lifting and analysis. <laughs> see? See, he's just like, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. But, 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 but if, it, if it were to be the Bucks, we would, in Probably my ha- opinion, harder. need KD. Yeah, it would have yeah. been harder. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Toronto Pine. They made good adjustments. <laughs> you know like what? A smart you know team, who said that? Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what's so funny? The um, Paul Pierce. Um, after game two, Milwaukee won the first two games, right? Yeah, he yeah. sent out a tweet where he's like, Bucks got this. Oh, <laughs> and they God. never won again. And it's, um, what was the last series? The Boston one? Boston, won? where he said the Boston Celtics had it's it after over. game one. What is up with Paul Pierce? <laughs> the truth. <laughs> they call him. Dude, it's yeah. so funny. So they say. The internet so is say. shooting all over Paul Pierce. Man. Ever since the Dwayne Wade comments. He's yeah. been uh, yeah, yeah, an that. enemy of the people. <laughs> uh. 
Anyway, uh, yeah, Kawhi's been playing like a god. Yeah. Uh, great defense. His his three is going down. I think He's he even had twenty seven seventeen a while ago. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's crazy. After a thirty five or thirty nine yeah. point game five. Yeah. And Kyle Lowry had like seventeen and like eight assists or something. Siakam had about nineteen or something. Siakam, like I like that. Pascal, spicy P. Spicy P. Pas- He's fucking good. He is. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> But he was having actually a rough playoffs until this series. Yeah, at the start, right? Yeah, until yeah, this yeah. series. Yeah, he was kind of being transitioning back to his more conservative play. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I gotta give some props to Nick Nurse as well, man. Making adjustments. Nick Nurse. Yeah, the coach, the coach of, of, the of the Toronto, Toronto Raptors. Right. He, because at the end of today's game, it was a chess match between him and Bud, and he won. Yeah, he, the playoffs are a chess match. Yeah, yeah. Sure. especially in like dying moments of this game, like the the Bucks were down five, I think, yeah. with like a minute and ten left. It was very exciting. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the o- I love Giannis. He's my second favorite basketball player. I to Chris Paul. I love Kawhi. He's my third favorite basketball player. But I wanted the Toronto Raptors to lose, only because <laughs> I want Kawhi to come to the Clippers, man. <laughs> and if they win the championship, he might stay. <laughs> Even now, finals, he might stay. Yeah, yeah, he might. He really might. But and they love so, him, man. So the good. fans love him. You know what? You know what I'm thinking, though. I'm thinking that the Warriors sweep the raps, okay? <laughs> and then he's thinking like, why don't I just go to the team that didn't get swept without me? So imagine if I was there, yeah. you know? Sure, sure. So you're pertaining to the Clippers. Yes, yeah. the Clippers, goddamn. <laughs> you Not know, the Lakers. We, me and, me and uh, Mark were joking a while ago about... You know, even if he wins the finals, there's like this chance. Since he's just such a weird guy, he'd be like, All right, I got you one, like... I'm gonna go to LA now. <laughs> uh, see ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> he just might. Yep. Because when you watch his interviews, he doesn't seem like he's set. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like this dude no, could leave. Yeah, because he's been in the finals. Like a while ago, during the game or the interview, they were like. So you led Toronto to their first finals ever, which it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you know, everyone in the city, you know, is like celebrating thanks to you and the team. And you're like, uh, we got we got more to go. I was like, he's trying to play it off. Finally, didn't want to. Yeah. It seemed like he didn't want to commit. He's like, you know, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything yet. We we have to go to the locker room and see what we have to do next. I was like, oh, you That's, really don't want to celebrate. I'm yeah. really well. First of all, good competitive mindset, but also I'm hoping that means next year. <laughs> and also, you know that LA is so jamming. <laughs> they were trying to get him to raise the the trophy. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a red flag. Yeah, he he <laughs> hey, wait a minute. He didn't like, you know. He didn't want to raise his trophy. <laughs> <laughs> then he raised it like super quick long. And then yeah. he like put it back with one hand. And I was just laughing. It's a big trophy. Because oh, yeah. he, he, he was like gripping it with can, one hand. Yeah. He's like, here. Yeah. It's, like, oh, it's, like a, it's like a baby. He doesn't want to carry. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. uh, I'm happy for Kyle Lowry, man. Yeah, True. Yeah. He seemed like he was almost gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a. I thought he was a fluke again. But no, hey, but he, he no, shows he, up, man. Yeah. Actually, no. This is the first playoffs where he's been like resilient. Yeah. 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 Battling some games yeah, where because he's not the main guy anymore. Yeah. yeah. True. Which I think is what he needed. True. Yeah, Fair he enough. gave it right away to Kawhi. Like, hey, this is your team now. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, you, you got. They traded my best friend for you, but yeah. you can take the reins now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yep, NBA that's finals. That, that's the NBA finals. I don't know when it starts. Do you know? I think Friday, Philippine time at least. Yeah, first games on Thursday. Okay. Okay. Um, and last thing in NBA news, the New Orleans Pelicans got the number one draft pick. 
Oh, yeah. And they're likely to get Zion Williamson, so that sucks for him. But to see Zion and AD play for even a bit, if AD really decides to leave, is going to be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. With Drew Holiday, you know? Yeah. It's interesting. What if they don't get Zion? That would be kind of weird. weird. Like, yeah. who, who are they going to get? <laughs> I, I didn't have any thoughts for that because yeah. no one has brought that up. Yeah, like, no one has went like, we're going with the... Jamorant? <laughs> oh, shit. Nah. But, in, you know, there was that clip of Zion walking by the Atlanta podium and, like, tapping it. Same people were saying, like, he wanted to go to Atlanta. That would have been fucking cool, that man. That would have been fun. Trey Young. Trey Young. Good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Kevin and, Herter. And the other dude, the, the dunker. Uh, John um, Collins. Right there, yeah. And yeah, the Twitter guy. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. pretty good. He's pre- they're, they're actually a good team. I use them quite a bit on 2K now. <laughs> <laughs> so is that it? That's it for our sports schmanter. Uh, thank you for staying with us for this long, if you have. Uh, we're going to now move into our thinking block. We're going to try and keep this brief as well, but... You know, we have a bit to talk about. So uh, here we are going into the thinking block. And so I started to think. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Think. 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 All right. So we're here in the thinking block. No one's homies. Um, we wanted to talk about traveling a bit maybe because Mark just came from a trip and Laws is a pretty well-traveled guy and I, I like to travel myself. So... Uh, I guess we can start by like talking with you, Mark, since you, you're the most recently traveled. Uh, what what do you think we get from like going to other places? Well, you know, um, some of the the simple stuff like the weather. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's nice. Oh, for sure. It, it, for sure. I mean, for like sure. you you could take it for granted, but like when you go to a colder place or where it snows, you just see a whole different part of the world. Um, it just functions differently. There are different challenges. Like, you know, it doesn't rain over there like it does here. Like right. Earlier today, it was pouring, right? They just don't have that typhoon-type weather. Yeah, yeah. So that's one. I mean, in terms of culture and sites, um, most of the countries that I get to go to, I mean, we try to pick them well. So usually they are places where you can learn about history, about other ways of living. Like mm-hmm. I said, the food's different. So it's just almost seeing another, I mean, cliche, like another way people have come to, to live. If, if it's like the details, you know, sometimes they do things differently in terms of um, in Europe, I noticed they really hold on to those, the architecture of the city and things like that. These are old cities that we go sure. to, right? Like Florence, Paris, Rome. I mean, Rome, you, if you've been there, you'll see like the Colosseum and then the, the aqueducts and then the, yeah. the structures all kind of fit in and blend in to that, that theme. Right. For some reason, I don't know where the Philippines, um, the reason why I think about it like that, it's like the Philippines, I've never seen it have that identity in terms of architecture right? yes right, like we right. have like what neon colored buildings yeah. and the yeah. skyscrapers really that are all different colors and themes well, or whatever and we don't really preserve a lot of stuff yeah. in the our, old buildings yeah, yeah in our modern cities well, well funny you say that because i recently just started following an, an instagram account on on instagram <laughs> <laughs> i think it's called brutalist Pilipinas or something like that and they just take pictures of these old buildings in makati and you'll notice, like, oh, they all have the same kind of dark, c- cementy, mm-hmm. like, theme to them. Like, the really old buildings. And you see, like, oh, this was old Makati. Mm-hmm. It looks you know? good. Or it's just more of, like... It, they make it look good. Yeah, so <laughs> they make it look pretty good. Yeah. And it's a pretty cool look to the Makati, and, I suppose. Uh, aside from that, um, like... Other things that they have in terms of like infrastructure, if it's a well-developed country, like subways, 
I really just appreciate living in a country, or if I had the chance to live in a country that has like public transportation, um, those so like uh, good schools, and then um, they have like like my brother, he studies abroad, so the, the social welfare programs are way more advanced where in those places. So it's more of just kind of comparing it to here. You enjoy you enjoy sightseeing and stuff like that, but I usually take more of like. How do they think differently, um, uh, plan differently, and how does that get them like more successful? Because these are first world countries, if the the ones that I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So how did how did they get there? Aside from, well, if you're gonna go through history and like imperialist, whatever, yeah. you, can, you can do that, whatever. <laughs> but it's more of just like you know, you know, just look yeah. at the undeniable facts. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we, you can't just say that's them and that's us, right? Yeah. So it's more of like bridging that gap, uh what do they have? What kind of characteristics let them have that? So, yeah, that's that, that's that's more or less why I like traveling, you know, seeing different places. Usually, I mean, they're usually better than here, aside from we live a comfortable life, but, mm-hmm. like, that's the idea. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's cool being in a, another place that's comfortable, but it's not home. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's something about, or maybe not even comfortable, just a different place where, you you can kind of figure out your own yeah. thing. You do, you're trying to do routines and mm-hmm. adjusting it to there and seeing how it changes, right? Right. Because, I mean, I don't take for granted. I love being home also. Like, after the second, like, I was there for about two weeks. I was like, I also want to go home because the routine I have here is also I'm something I'm used to. But, yes. like, if you live there, you get to take the train and then, you know, um, you can walk around in the park. It's cool. You can, park culture. Stuff like that, right? Yeah. So it's Have like those coffee. adjustments. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Laws, what about you? What is something that you've noticed in your time traveling? Like, not not time traveling, but like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> time traveling? <laughs> no, uh, oh but God. like, what is a cultural thing that you've noticed in another country that you've been to that you were like, hey, you know, that's that's pretty different from where what from what we do, but I get it. W- well, first off, I totally agree with Mark on how all the buildings in, let's say, room fit that theme that they have. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered, I, uh, f- my, my brother and I were driving around Makati and BGC one day, and I was wondering, yeah, these buildings are nice, but what makes, uh, what makes it Filipino? You right. Know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just uh, to talk about what you said earlier. Um, but w- what I noticed traveling, I guess, is, well, Mark also said it a while ago, you really compare what you have at home and what it's like um, abroad. So last year I went to San Francisco, stayed with some relatives there, and Mark said taking the public transportation, you know, I took it to and from the city, which is like 40 minutes, I think. Oh. I realized it was a while actually. It's a bit. It's a yeah, bit. it's a bit. So I, I take the train, go to the city, like, you know, just walk around, check out, you know, coffee shop, whatnot, museum, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you always realize, like, wow, I wish I could do th- this kind of stuff back here. I mean, you can, but you do it in a much more different circumstance, wherein m- more often than not, you're going to drive in- yeah. instead yeah. of take, you know, <laughs> right? You're going to drive, go through traffic. You're going to maybe waste a couple of minutes mm-hmm. on-, on the road. There's something about it where it not necessarily takes less time there. But the way it seems just yeah. makes it feel less of a hassle. It's less burdensome, right? exactly. Like the yeah. forty minutes you took was probably on a train or a tram, yeah. and it's not necessarily you're jammed in traffic because here it's mm. such short distances yes. in Metro Manila, and you're just 
you're like, I could run this in 30 minutes and I'll take an hour in a car. Yeah. It just doesn't right? feel like you're wasting time. Yeah. Because yeah. in in London where my brother lives and I stayed with him and I take a, like a, the sub, the underground to like the main the part. Tube, it takes I like think. 30 minutes yeah. also. So yeah. I was like, you know, that's not nothing. But, but at it least didn't I'm not feel driving. It. it didn't feel like that. At least yeah. I'm not, at dri- least I'm not I driving. I always think that yeah. though. Yeah. And then the way home, that since you're like it's thirty minutes, almost sure, no, no, no need to yeah. worry about traffic. You can pass by like I just need to go to a shop, a yeah. coffee shop. You can plan more. People go to pubs consistent. on the way home. Like yeah. here, if you go to a bar, it's like maybe if you're coming home from work, sometimes you do. But if it's like on a weekend, you're like I yeah. have to go drive, like you said, park. It's yeah. such become it becomes such more of a planned thing. Yeah, dude, there's some places like if we're, if it's a publish on night, like I can't even. I can't even think of driving because where the fuck am I going to park? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, True. Yeah. yeah. But sure. uh, in terms of uh, traveling, I was trying to think about, because going back to what you said, Laws, about being able to do things here in the Philippines, yeah. like the difference between doing something abroad and doing something here is that when I'm learning about something, when I'm learning about a culture of another country completely, mm-hmm. I it, it's a different feeling of of in of intrigue because I'm like you know this is so different from mm-hmm. everything that we yeah. do as compared to when I go to like Dipolog and then I go through the 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 Pitan Rizal banishment camp whatever mm-hmm. like they're like where he stayed and shit and I was like okay yeah I get this but I I also see like how what we do is so similar to this uh, or or wh- what I've learned already about the history of the Philippines is connected to this. When I go to like Rome, let's say for example, and we walked by a a room th- where they were like, we're not sure actually what the or like what this room was for. Yeah, it was yeah. either a theater or someplace they had orgies. I was like, Dude, <laughs> this is either two yeah, different yeah, sides like, of the spectrum. In the, in the Philippines, no, no chance that was a place yeah. they had orgies. <laughs> so I was like, either either works. Yeah, either I, was like, works. I was like, I like both of those things. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, I. I mean, like, to your point, although I feel like it might just be our mentality. Because yeah. I think I've, there are course. definitely foreigners who've gone here and experienced the of same. Course. Like, oh, Filipinos okay. are so nice. Yeah. The, it's so different, the food and everything. Yeah. Like, the backpackers and stuff. So it might just be because we're so used to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, same old, same old. Same old traffic. Same old yeah. going through, like, if it's published on, it's the same an, old Here's bars. another thing that I want to clarify. We're not disparaging I know. The, the tourism in the Philippines. I don't want to make it seem... Yeah, I or know. like we hate it here. Yeah, no, oh, because... Yeah, definitely not. I because, love my country. Yeah. <laughs> no, but also because I appreciate I appreciate the, the, the things that you can do here for tourism. But honestly, because the cooler, more unique things that you can do aren't really accessible, so to speak, yeah, here in the Philippines. Yeah. The, the thing about the Philippines is that People like the day-to-day experience of me- meeting with the people, eating in like a small calinderia, mm. and then they'll go climb a mountain or some shit, and then they'll go play with some yeah, kids. Yeah, that happens too. The beach, if you live near a beach. You know, there's there's something about like just the environment here, but, you know, we don't really, we're not so good at at doing interactive experiences that are like planned in terms of like I don't, tours and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if our tourism has... Understand they have the right understanding of how to develop a tourist like area yet, because like Boracay got fucked up, right? They had to rehabilitate yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. because That's they didn't true. manage it. Um, if you compare it to another like destination like Bali, where a lot of people are going now recently yeah, to Bali, for sure. But when I went there, it seems to hold its culture more. Um, like you still know it's Bali. Mm-hmm. It's unique. 
Right. But it's also a beach. Because like Burak is like, oh, we just turned it into a beach. It got really yeah. commercialized. And Without, it lost like character. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Right? That's but some people say Shargao is the place that can, yes, that's I, supposed I've to mimic that, that. Like, you preserve it. Right. Well, I hope so. I hope so. But then, right, people people get scared that Shargao is the next spot yeah, to develop, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We're not trying to shit on the Philippines. Yes, please don't but, take this as But that. we have to acknowledge no we do things differently from other places. And these are some of the things that I, like, on my wish list. Like a subway, um, yeah, like, mm-hmm. having a park culture. But it's so hot here, you know? Yeah, yeah. Know. it's yeah. really the weather, you know? I mean, it gets in the way of a lot of things. Yes. True. Opinion. True. <laughs> So. I think I think that the things that we hold most novel are really the ones that are the least uh, possible here in the Philippines. You know, like park culture is something I really enjoy. That I enjoy just doing nothing, sitting in the grass, like True. just taking a walk. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah. or like and seeing other people do it. You know, yeah. that's really right. awesome. Not alone. And yeah. yeah, like it being a thing was just like so surreal. I'm like you, you guys just spend a few hours here every day. Yeah, yeah right? like, this ain't that bad. Yeah. Like, like were, I'd be outside more. There was a yeah, guy I saw a guy sure. like in a suit, like he put his jacket like as a pillow and he was just reading a book. I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he probably has a, a very like stressful job or a very <laughs> formal job. But and he he's, takes like, the time. Me, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He, he he was reading Twilight though. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's reading like a, a corporate book. I'm like, oh, so oh, sad. Dude. So sad, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. Fucking read uh, Brene Brown or something. <laughs> How to be successful in seven different steps. <laughs> oh, that's sad. rough. That's rough. Yeah. Um, I had something else on these notes. God damn it. Uh, traveling. Local. I don't know. If, uh, I'd have to, I'd want to see some more formal data, but I don't know if we have as many historical sites that are well preserved either. I would. It just seems I, like it, we don't. I really don't think we do. I've been to Intramuros. Yeah, I've, I've been to Intramuros. I think, it just I think doesn't feel, have, right? yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel like um, a Coliseum or but it, a, oh, for sure yeah. not a but Coliseum. But the tour is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the tunnel. They, they, they put in a lot of effort, yeah. like funding into sure. that, I think. And then the Yala Museum, it's pretty good too. Sure. Uh, I think tourism here is really going out to the beaches eco and tourism like the other, yeah. other islands uh, I think that's really what the Philippines has to offer yeah. right so yeah sure. I don't know if we have enough um, historical stuff whether I don't know how that happened like because we were colonized a lot or we just didn't take care of stuff mm-hmm. but yeah we don't seem to have like a lot of historical artifacts that uh, or that I know of you can correct yeah. me if I'm wrong because yeah. you can see like, the National in Museum. My pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I mean, uh, well, like the British Museum though, but they conquered a lot of places. So <laughs> there's that. You know, they did things that we didn't. They yeah. took over India and stuff like that. Um, on another note, and still on the topic of traveling, is, uh, you know, the people that you travel with really matter. Mm. Like, and there's a, there's a pretty clear distinction between traveling like with your family as compared sure. to traveling like with your friends mm, you know of course. Uh, do, what do you guys think about that what, well, yeah go oh, ahead Lars. well one thing I noticed whenever I've only traveled with friends I think once or twice at, at least mm-hmm. uh, internationally mm-hmm. so one thing I noticed is that and with sorry with that being said I've traveled like a few times with my family so when I, no- when I travel with my friends I notice everything that I've picked up from traveling with my family is translated mm-hmm. when, when I travel with my friends to the point where it's like, whoa, I'm my parents. <laughs> like yeah. when I travel, 
because like, that's probably the most efficient way yeah, with your yeah, family yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it's like oh it works for them it'll work for me <laughs> right but then they're just those times who are like oh my god my dad does this like you mm-hmm. know taking care of your passport yeah, pla- yeah. filing everything yeah, yeah. Writing, ri- writing everything like in line while in immigration before you get to the counter yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone should don't, do that don't yeah. be the guy who's like uh, writing it and he won't let you go ahead go ahead yeah uh, <laughs> little little dick yeah so yeah. yeah, and I guess you're more responsible when you're with friends as compared to when you you're you're, with you're your a bit family. more yeah, you on edge. Yeah, yeah, you're like yeah. if I screw up, no one's gonna help me out. Yeah, I mean your friends will, but what, they're the same level as you. Yeah, like, you they're, know? Look, they're really looking out for them first at least. Yeah, yeah. And then, you which know, you get, which you yeah. get, like, of course. Yeah, you can't just tell them like it's everything. Being an also. adult, guys, yeah, yeah. shocker. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> And then if you're with your uh, your family, especially your parents, it's like, oh, dude, the you're budget the budget's a little more relaxed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but your but your friends are like, uh, let me let me count this out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not so hungry, man. Like, yeah, I'm like, not gonna yeah. eat. <laughs> when I was like, yo, guys, let's get a bottle. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> like when I was staying with my brother, and then it was I I just paid for like my expenses while my parents were gone because they went somewhere else. Yeah. And then yeah, I went out. I was like. I don't need lunch yet. <laughs> and I was like, um, I could really use some water right now. <laughs> and then I was, I was just like, uh, but I could wait. I could go back to the apartment and just grab some juice there. And those thoughts, because if you're with your parents, like, you want to get some no water? Yeah, you get if some I'm juice. Water, yeah. I'm going to get water. Yeah. Just kidding. They're like, it's, it's, it's two pounds though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Wow, that's pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah that's, no, because it's like a convenience store, not like a supermarket. Oh, okay. right. Okay, so it's okay. a bit more. Yeah, or if it's like lunch, and you're like, let me compute this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, I, I. That's pretty much all I have on traveling. I think. Uh, well, yeah. Overall, it's definitely always a positive experience. You might have a bad trip, but you take things from it. Nah, you wouldn't have any other way. There's yeah. some things you can't replicate by living here. Right? right. I mean, mm-hmm. not just the stuff you see, but the the way you think about things. Sure. When you get dropped in that new environment. Literally being in a new place. Yeah. You kind of just uh, relearn things the way they do it. You yeah. take on you take on like the mannerisms on their on their own. Of course. Like if you're in the stage, you start opening doors for everyone. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> After you, I was like, <laughs> we don't we don't do that like that you, much. Dude, yeah, something as simple true. as coming into the store and being like, hey, good morning. Yeah. There's you know? yeah. The, the Western world seems a little more. I mean, they're more outgoing, so they're more polite mm-hmm. generally. They're like, yeah. "Cheers!" I'm like, "I don't know you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just oh, feels over uh, here, yeah, or the, like in a club. Sorry to cut you off, uh, but like in a club in Spain, if you just dance in the middle of the dance floor, even if no one's doing it, they'll just be like, "Okay." Yeah, if yeah. You do that no here. No take it any other way. Yeah, if you like, do that here, people will be like, "Okay, sp Yeah, see, <laughs> you, you know that that's another thing, like how we see things. We always look at the second meaning sometimes yeah. other than from what it just just is, is on the face like level this dude's just dancing yeah. really having a good time but other you people always think oh this guy yeah like, i think it might doing? also He's be yeah because you yeah. you're you're already used to how people act here so you're mm-hmm. you're you're done reading just the superficial because you also have experiences where it's like that's not really it right yeah, yeah of yeah. course with of course. the with the other people if, if you're abroad you're like i don't know how they really do things so they probably Doing it like my fr- the mm-hmm. first thing that comes in my head, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, if you have the privilege to do it, it's it's been one of my most enjoyable like ex- the the most enjoyable experiences of my life. Like traveling, very very thankful to be able to travel a lot. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 
Agreed. And uh, thank, so thanks to my parents for sponsoring. Uh, just <laughs> yeah, the most shout about out, most shout out to the folks. Yeah. Before we continue, this episode of No One's Homies <laughs> is brought to you by Mom and Dad's funding. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. This equipment was uh, partly sponsored. Oh <laughs> the electricity that keeps the the mics on <laughs> and uh, everything else. Oh, uh, your your mom just knocked. We have to turn off the aircon. <laughs> <laughs> we went over the budget for today's recording yeah. session. No, yeah, traveling. Um, yeah, it's it's nice to get out and see the world in yeah. different ways. And you know what? You can learn about your country too. Go to a province. True. Learn, learn something new. True. That's one thing I'll admit. I've taken for granted local traveling also. Oh yeah. I always I always say to myself, I need to see more yeah. of the Philippines. I think I've been to quite a few places <laughs> in the Philippines. But then you just go, you know, Hong Kong's just so near though. Or Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I mean, cheaper even. Yeah, yeah, weirdly enough, I mean if you're gonna if you're looking at Palawan because it's one of the world's best islands, it's not an easy uh sell yeah it, it costs a lot of money it will cost you the so same as a international trip, trip. <laughs> That's true. no but yeah then That's you have to you have to convince trip. everyone that paying the same as going to uh, hong kong or japan yeah instead go to palawan is worth it yeah That's but we true. gotta we gotta have that mentality also i think sometimes yes i agree okay well um we don't want to keep you any longer, listener, beloved listener. Thank how long, you for how long were we on on this I one? think uh, we're about just a bit over an hour. Think it felt longer. <laughs> well, just because maybe it's, it's the rust. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of No One's Homies. Once again, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, our personal accounts. So, or email. You Except know? not laws. <laughs> not laws. I reach was, out to me. You can reach out to laws. Just but ask him how yeah, he is. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Or sure. about what Why he not? said. If you agree or you disagree with what yeah, he said, sure. bring it up. Or with let's him. not argue. Yeah. Yeah. We're not gonna rehash that racist <laughs> thing he said a while ago. <laughs> oh, it was probably cut out. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, uh, no, we're just kidding. We don't. We don't edit the content out so much. <laughs> so much, unless unless the guest asks us to. Yeah. Laws. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. But anyway. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, just joking, everybody. <laughs> we just uh, <laughs> we hope and all kind of work. Yeah. So uh, thank you again for listening to this episode. This was Clau. This was Mark, and this was Marco. Yes, that's Laws' name. Remember <laughs> that. <laughs> um, no one's homies. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Peace out. Peace. Bye. Yeah.